Welcome to the Marie Manucherry Show, where energy and medicine meet. I will be your host for the next hour. I have over 16 years of professional healthcare experience and began my career as an energy medicine practitioner while working as an oncology nurse at a Seattle area hospital. My medical background combined with intuitive insights and skill in moving energy have been a catalyst for transformation in many people's lives. I hope the next hour will be transformative for you as well. Everyone and welcome to Marine Manu Cherry Show. We are live here in Seattle. So, Eric, I heard the weather report. You were saying if you like overcast, cloudy weather, this is I, it. I, I said partly cloudy <laughs> okay, skies. Partly cloudy skies. I thought it was adorable because it's usually partly cloudy in Seattle. That's like, right. We're in the right place. <laughs> yeah. So, and it is really beautiful out. It's gorgeous. What is the temp? Is it like in the high fifties or early sixties? Oh, sure. The one time. Now. The one time <laughs> I ask him. Okay, sixty-two. I'll use my intuition. Sixty-two, sixty-three. I'll, I'll tell you in a second. <laughs> okay. So today we're talking about intuition, actually. What is intuition? Does everyone have it? Which my belief is absolutely. What's the difference between a medium, a psychic, and intuitive? And so did you get that number already? No, you'll let me know when you have that number. 49 degrees. I was off by quite a bit. But, you know, I'd say it's probably a bit closer to 62 in the studio. (laughs) Okay. You're onto something. It's it's absolutely gorgeous. Um, Driving here, I had my sunroof open, no coat on, just absolutely beautiful. So it's a nice 52 degrees. Degrees, yeah, say. when that sun's beating down on you, it's, it definitely feels 60. a little bit warmer. <laughs> when you're protected from the breezer, you know oh, what I mean? It's, yeah, it's it definitely gorgeous. feels warmer. So we're really lucky here in the Northwest, for those of you who live in other parts of the world, uh, we usually are in rain right now, quite a bit of rain, and it is just beautiful. And I looked at the weather report all through the rest of the week. We have um, temperatures in the 50s to the 60s, so it's really exciting. Yeah, not bad. I know, it's fantastic. Lows are going to be dropping down to the 30s, though, so yeah, it's like, Yeah, I've been turning can, on the heater you know at night. You it's coming. Yeah, you know. I've got two of my kids have moved back home. For all you empty nesters, they come back, so don't sell the family home too quickly. (laughs) Especially (laughs) in this economy. (laughs) That's true. (laughs) And so, of course, they're running around in their cute little outfits, freezing, and so I've had to turn the heat up in the house. And uh, so, yeah, that's nice. It's a nice fall. That's what slippers are for, right? (laughs) Well, you know, I did buy them slippers one one Christmas, and um, a couple of them took them back for the cash. Um, Yeah, but they've now asked, could you buy me those slippers again? I'm like, okay, because they wear mine. (laughs) You know, I didn't take mine back and they wear mine all over the house. It's actually quite cute. So today we're talking about intuition and I didn't know I was an intuitive person until my late 30s by having some very odd abnormal paranormal experiences that continue even today. Um, I'm always having some new sort of experience. Apparently not very accurate when it comes to the weather, um, temperature in the area. And you know, uh, I always believed in intuition and metaphysics reading books since I was a very young person. And one of the people I really enjoyed in her early writings was Sylvia Brown. I really liked her early writings. I thought they were fabulous. But I also thought because she was born an intuitive, she makes that clear in her writing, and she was born with the veil over her face. So as an infant, when she was born, the placenta was still over her face, and underneath it, a little bit of, a, of tissue also covered her face. That's a psychic phenomena. It's kind of a, a metaphor for psychics coming into the world. And so, of course, I wasn't born with that, or if I was, nobody knew my mother was knocked out, you know? <laughs> when she gave birth. So, of course, I had no idea. I just assumed that that wasn't my experience. And, of course, I don't know if, if that was true for me or not. But the the real thing that we're learning now, many new type of metaphysical teachers that are out on the forefront are teaching that it's normal to be intuitive. Whether you have a placenta or some veil over your face, it doesn't matter. It's really normal and natural to be intuitive. It's 
part of our consciousness, part of our awakening into who we are. And it's helping us to decide what to do for a living or to do the fun things that we love to do. Like, Eric, I know you love music. Mm -hmm. And when you do it and put yourself into it, you're happy. You're a happy camper. Absolutely. Right. So it's a sign. It's a sign that it's something that's supposed to be in your life. Right. Well, Well, good. (laughs) <laughs> Good thing. He's not completely convinced, <laughs> I can tell. And so intuition is about feeling those things. What feels good for me? What feeds uh-huh. me? What feeds my energy? And recognizing those things that don't feed your energy so that you don't put energy into them anymore. So that's our topic today. We're going to talk a lot about intuition, and I'll give my um, varying points of view uh, over this hour about what certain things mean. Um, but why don't we go ahead and go to the phone lines? I thought you were going to say that. <laughs> It doesn't hurt that we've got a full docket of uh, callers here and all our lines are tied up. Let's let's talk to Sandy now calling from California. Hi, Sandy. How are you? Hi, Marie. It's great to speak with you. And I have to agree with you on the intuition. I act on my intuition all the time, and I try to encourage my kids to do it, too. Thank you. And it pays off, definitely. Yes, thank you so much. My youngest daughter um, had told me a couple years ago when she first went to the university, and then we'll get straight to your gorgeous question. Okay, thanks. um, That she wanted to be a physician. And, of course, I wanted her to go to Bastyr, which is a quarter mile away from my house. It's a naturopathic college here in Seattle. And um, she wanted to be a, a regular physician, but I didn't have a great feeling about it. But I wanted to be a good mom and be supportive. And after her first year in college, she did what many college students do. She changed her mind. And now she's a political science, international science, um, study, studies major, um, thinking about doing international law. And that feels so good when she told me I was so excited, so happy for her. So anyway, um, please go ahead with your question. Well, I had a couple, actually. I called about a month ago. It was the first time I've ever called in, and I just asked for a chakra checkup. Mm. And you said that I had some issues with my feet chakras Ah. and my root. So I was wondering if you could take a peek to see if the exercises you gave me have been paying off. Okay, and you're doing the exercises, too? (laughs) Yes, I'm doing the stomping and and the Epsom salt soaking and and, uh, running energy. Great, great. I, I run energy. I've, I've been attuned to Reiki. Oh, wonderful, wonderful. And I love that. Well, when I look at your right foot, there's definitely improved energy moving up through the right foot. There is energy moving up through the left, just not as large of a quantity. And the left-hand side of the body is about receptivity receptivity. It's about taking energy in your body. So that tells me that maybe overall there's maybe some discomfort regarding receiving, like it's not your favorite thing. Like, I'm I'm a caretaker, yes. Okay. And I'm working on receiving. Yay! And are you working on the word no? Because that's a really good word for people who overgive. Yes. <laughs> right. I have been saying no. Okay. And you, know, you kind of want to balance it out like maybe you're going to say it like 15 times a week. You know? uh-huh. <laughs> so that you can kind of keep an accurate count of, okay, I said no for that. I said well, no to that. Well, kids, I could do that. <laughs> okay. Excellent. So it is improving. Um, how are your feelings about the earth overall? Do you worry about the planet? No, not really. I'm I'm very outdoor person. I mm-hmm. love nature. Um, mm-hmm. I connect with animals. Right. And, um, and you're not worried about the environment. Well, everyone's concerned about right. the environment. I hope. Yeah. Well, uh, concern. But I'm not panicky or anything about it. Good. Good. Yeah. Because when I'm in that left foot again, I'm feeling you know your angst, especially as a parent. You know, once we become parents, then we think about oh wow, our grandchildren and our great grandchildren, and what's going to be left, and how is it going to be nurtured and safe, and and those are important things to pay attention to, so that we can do all the things I know you do to recycle and, and do your part, mm-hmm. but to also feed the earth with positive energy. Because when I look at her, she doesn't look too upset. You know, the the earth cannot 
be any more conscious than the people who live upon her. So that means no more conscious than, let's say, the northwest corridor of, of the coastline or the deep south or the Middle East. And so there's all this really interesting contrast going in with the consciousness of the planet herself. And so she's learning just like we are what is important and what she likes and what feeds her energetically. So like not worrying too much about it would be a good idea. I think will help. And actually now that I said that piece about the earth, you've got a full volume of energy moving up your left foot. And <laughs> well, I, I've also uh, gone yes. to the podiatrist because I was, I have rolled arches. Uh-huh. And so he just made some orthotic molds today. Perfect. So I'm hoping that will solve some of the sciatic issue. Oh, perfect. Well, sciatica is about not letting go of the past. Mm -hmm. So, you know, that part is, did I give you that exercise? Uh, That was the stomping? Nope, the stomping. Letting go of the past. My mother passed last February, and there's been tons of issues around it because I was the caretaker. Mm -hmm. And even being the youngest in the family, I was the one with the responsibility. Mm -hmm. And so there's been a falling away of family, of first family. Right. So there's right. been those kind of issues. Which is can Which be I'm just kind of letting go and saying, right. you know, this is the way it all needs to fall into place and I foresaw this. Wonderful. I told my mother this would happen when she would pass. Wonderful. And that's good to let go of those reins and not have to have relationships, particularly if they're not feeding you. Oh, they're not. They're yeah. not. They're very yeah. negative. Right. So that's good letting go. Sciatica, of course, you know, initiates in the glutes, right? That's, mm-hmm. that's usually where the pain starts and can run down bilateral legs. Um, and, and that's about, a, it could be something like decades old, letting go of the past. And so the exercise for this particular um, maneuver is to sit down and think about all the wonderful things about you, even taking out the trash, appreciating yourself for making a great meal, for cleaning the bathroom, for dusting, driving safely in a car, along with large accomplishments like work, school, raising a family. And and then when you feel really good about yourself, pull something from your history that you have not been able to let go. If I started doing this again recently, and it's so amazing how as you move forward in your life and your progression of your awareness, how there's still things to let go of. I find that always interesting. Right. And in an empowered state, because when you feel good about yourself, you're naturally feeling empowered. Think of something you haven't been able to let go of. And then ask yourself, how did this situation help me to grow? And you'll get a new perception, um, mm-hmm. and that's the one you'll think of from then on, and that's how you let go. At least that's how I know how to let go. Mm-hmm. I've done that in the past, but I guess I just need to do more yeah, of Yeah, just a little bit more, and I think those. I do think the orthotics will work. I think your energy shifted enough in your feet that now you're going to get some physical help um, from conventional-type approaches. So that's great. Well, fantastic. Yeah. Well, thank you so much. I, I did have another quick question okay. on... Um, I have sporadic conscious communication with spirit. Yeah, it's beautiful, by the I way. See, I physically see them at times, and then I see them, of course, in my mind's eye, and I get the knowing. Yeah, it's beautiful. Um, is there anything else I can do to help that along, or do I just need to be patient? Well, here's what I'm going to ask that you do, and this is really for all of our listening audience. Start looking in the mirror and telling yourself what you want regarding your communication, your psychic ability, your intuitive ability, your mediumship ability. Like, look in the mirror and say, wow, I'm an amazing communicator with source energy. It happens to me effortlessly every single day. Because the only person that needs to be convinced of your ability is you. Exactly. Right? And so 
go ahead and look in the mirror and say positive things that you can easily believe in. So you may choose the language slightly different than what mm-hmm. I just said. Um, and do it regularly. Maybe put 10 minutes a day or 10 minutes three times a week where you're going to look in the mirror and make loving, direct eye contact to you, you know, to your being, and tell it what you want. Because then it will break away any fears or beliefs, lim- limited belief systems you may have about your ability to communicate effortlessly, regularly, whenever you want to. Great. Well, thank okay. you so much. You're welcome. Have a and wonderful thanks day. Thanks for sharing your gift with all of us. Oh, you're welcome. It's my pleasure. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. All right, now we're going to move up north and talk to Nicola in Bellingham. Hi, Nicola. How are you? I'm good, Marie. Thanks. How are you? Oh, I'm great. Thank you. What can I do for you today? I'm actually calling on behalf of a friend of mine. Okay. And because uh, she's at work. She yeah. was diagnosed with low sodium. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. And getting migraine headaches. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, this is such a perfect question. Migraine headaches are about blocking one's intuition, by the way. I told her that. Ah, you're you so told smart. Me that. <laughs> <laughs> and how are you doing with your headaches, or did you have headaches when I told you that? I was having it when I had I had it, but now that when I get them, yes. I actually focus in, and it's like, oh, it's the back of the head, how am I? And I ask the questions, how am I not listening, and that's been very helpful. Thank you. Wonderful. I'm so glad. I'm so glad. I am worried about her health, by the way. The low sodium is actually fairly significant. Yeah, it's 120 or something. Yeah, I, 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 that's actually not too, too bad, but I feel like it's significant. You know, like as soon as you mentioned, even though you didn't mention her name, as soon as you talked about her, my energy started to shift like I'm concerned about her. Um, when electrolytes begin to change in the body, that is a situation about not receiving as well. She must be having some um, significant relationship problems right now or feelings about them. Is that true? Do you know? You know, I don't know that for sure, but I have a feeling mm-hmm. that... Um, She's not happy. Right. Okay. Mm-hmm. So it would be wonderful if she could have an open conversation with whomever this is about, whatever the relationship problems, whoever they are about, sit down and have an open conversation. And what she's going to be most worried about, because you guys have some similar energy in terms, she's going to be worried about hurting that other person. And yeah. what I'm going to recommend is that she say how she feels as lovingly as she can. And only her main concern should be that she gets her feelings out not that she's going to be hurting someone if she's saying as loving as she can. We can't help the fact that it may not come over very well, right? But our <laughs> feelings are so important. And if for some reason she's unable to do this, I would have her write them down. And it looks like she needs like a whole journal. So maybe that would be a fun gift to go get her. You know, That's as, a great idea. Yeah, and just... <laughs> All of her feelings, because she's got so many of them. And I think this will help her sodium level. It looks like her um, her physicians are working with her regarding this, um, although they, they're a little stumped themselves as to why this is happening. They're so, very stumped. They think she drinks too much water. Yeah, and, and, and that's, you know, of course, they're going to have her decrease her water intake to increase her sodium level, but something must have triggered this, you know, some biological thing that's based on her emotions, in my opinion. So we're going to go in and start, clear, you know, healing this from the emotional place so that she can have some physical relief from it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Yes. So she, she needs some TLC, that's for sure. Encourage her to speak her truth. Uh going to make a huge difference for her. And when we speak our truth, it's not about convincing the other person that what we're feeling is right. Mm -hmm. It's about us believing that our feelings are valuable. Mm -hmm. So that's the most important thing for her. That's going to make a big difference in her energy system and her sodium rate. 
Oh, beautiful. Thank okay. You. Thank you so much. Yes, yes, go ahead. Anything that she can consume to um, until she, you know, to, to help the physical while she gets the emotional Probably, back and Well, balance. some nice sodium would be good, <laughs> you know. Um, so some sodium, you know, increasing her salt intake. And, of course, if her physicians agree with that, um, that would be a, a great place to start. Can you think of a form? Um, I have read, although, you know, I would love for, for her doctors to know about this as well, but I have read that um, sometimes using sea salt, you know, like a, an eighth of a teaspoon in some water um, helps increase um, sodium levels. Okay. Yeah, but I don't know what the rest of her electrolytes are, of course, and um, I'm obviously not a physician, and I'm sure right. they're watching everything clearly, but I've heard that that is a good remedy. Okay. Yeah. Great. Thank you so You're much. You're welcome. Have a wonderful day in Bellingham. Thank you. You too. All righty. Bye. Bye-bye. So we're, go ahead, Eric. I was just going to say we'll go to our next caller Great. if you're ready. Yes, we'll go to the next caller. Okay, very good. Let's talk to Laura down in California. Hi, Laura. How are you? I'm wonderful, Marie. Thank you for taking my call. Of course. What can I do for you? I would love to talk to you about anything you want to tell me around myself and intuition. Great. I'm so glad because I, I wanted to talk more about intuition because it's a theme for today. Although my children always lovingly re- remind me that we don't need a theme on the show, um, which <laughs> is always fun. Yeah, intuition, I, how I would love for you to think about it is that it's a friend. It's, it's one of your best friends because you as, a, as your own unique being, you are your best friend, truly. I mean, that's truly the goal of evolution and human consciousness is to recognize that you are your best lover, your best friend, your best confidant. Anything that you want in life truly comes from within. So if you can look for um, a positive relationship regarding your intuition, and you're very intuitive. Did you know this? Well, yeah, I know that I'm um, intuitive, but whenever it seems like whenever things come up and it gets serious, like I need to pay attention to my intuition. I'm just so good at looking away. <laughs> well, you know what I was seeing while, as you were speaking before you finished your sentence was that you've also surrounded yourself with people who maybe aren't quite as inner aware as you are right now. And so when you intuitively say something to you, to them, they're going to shoot you down. They're going to disagree with you. Oh, yeah. Right. But, um, but even on my own, like if, if I'm in meditation or mm-hmm. if I'm, you know, in a place where I think things... Um, uh, I, I need to pay attention and maybe something serious, then I just look away and think, well, this isn't happening or I don't trust my intuition. Right. And having people around you that don't value your insights isn't actually helpful for you either. So you, there is a point in, in this conversation in terms of the fact the more you do trust it, you'll probably attract more individuals to you. But I think even in the conversations that you have with people in, currently in your life, if you can remember that you are really, really intuitive, even if they're disagreeing with your insights, it's because of their lack of awareness currently or where your awarenesses are, they aren't matching up. So here's what I'm going to ask that you do. Get Get a journal, and this would be great for anyone in the listening audience. I did this when I was developing my intuition. So when I first began to recognize I was intuitive, I also felt uncomfortable, unfamiliar with it. There isn't like this really cool guidebook that can just drop from the heavens, right, for each one of us that lets us understand our intuition. Because intuition is also very unique. It's based on one's own individual life experiences, um, because when I was thinking about people in your life not seeing your own intuition, I was reflecting on a life experience that I had. So a lot of intuition is explained to us through our own unique life experiences. And that's why we need our own 
book that's going to drop from the heavens, so to speak. But unfortunately, that doesn't happen yet. So keep a journal of all the intuitive hits that you had that were accurate, even if you didn't follow that, so that you can go back and go, oh, my gosh, I am so right. I'm, I'm absolutely right on. I really am getting accurate, intuitive information. That will help to begin to convince you that what you're experiencing is real, and it's important for you to listen to your insights. Okay, thank you. And can I ask you one other question about energy? Sure. Okay. Um, I see the energy around trees and things that are outside fairly easy. I don't see colors or anything. It kind of flashes to the left and to the right and above. And even the trash can does that. Yeah, everything, yeah. Is that because... um, But I see it more with objects than I do with humans, and I just thought maybe that's because the sun keeps charging their field and it's easier to see. I think, well, you're seeing the aura of plants and objects, which everything has an aura, that's true. Everything is made out of energy. I think you're afraid to see the human energy system because um, you have an interesting part in in your own belief system. You have the ability to see the good in people, which is a, a really lovely thing, by the way. That's a lovely thing. And when you look at someone's energy system without an, um, without that filter, then you get to see all of it, and you're afraid to be disappointed with what you're going to see. Here's, no, that's so here's one way to look at it. Imagine a, a person who's a really great car mechanic, and, and they're driving through the city, and they can hear all the problems that are going on in people's cars. They can probably diagnose it. Um, But they're just going to stay in their car and enjoy their car. So you get to see and feel other people's energy system, but you don't have to do anything about it. And there's nothing necessarily wrong with all the complexities of how people move energy in their body. It just is. Okay. Okay. So give yourself permission to see everything. Okay, I will. Good. Well, thank you for taking my call. You're you're welcome. You're one of my favorite people on the planet. Oh, thank you. That was all my heart. Thank you so much. You're welcome. That's very kind. Thank you. Have a great day. You too. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Back to Washington State to talk to Julia here in Bellevue. Hi, Julia. How are you? I'm well. Thanks so much for taking my call. Of course. What can I do for you? (laughs) I've been wanting to talk to you for a while. I just severed an employment relationship with someone, and when I worked there, I would get recurrent, or well, it happened twice. I didn't work there that long, um, strep throat, uh-huh. and I thought you might know, um, and then when um, this person, you know, realized, because um, kind of found out through the grapevine that I wouldn't be um They got with. so mad. Yeah. Oh, my God. Oh, my I goodness. Like I was run yeah. over by a truck. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, obviously, you made a really great decision, right? Oh, thanks. Yeah, well, clearly, clearly, because we all get to make decisions about where we're going to work, who we're going to work for, who we're going to hire, you know, and we we change as we evolve, we change. And this is something even when we work for someone or we own our own business like I do, changing things that I do, who works for me, who doesn't, who I contract with, you know, who does my website, We, we can, we're free to move about the planet and make those changes that are in our highest good. And I think this person answered you perfectly well by their response to you instead of saying, hey, I'm sorry that didn't work for you. I wish you the best Mm -hmm. in your future employment, right? Or whatever the situation was. So strep throat, which is about the throat chakra, is about not being able to speak your truth, which clearly is what happened. That's why you felt you had to not maintain relationship with this person. Okay. Right? Okay. Yeah. Is, Is that true? Is that one of the reasons why you left the arrangement? I think so. Yeah. Um, just, I felt like, um, that person wasn't being straightforward with me. Uh Um, and, um, yeah, it's just, it was just 
I mean, the person actually threatened me. I and know. So yeah. I think, I don't think it's anything like for real. That I think, you know, sometimes people get mad and they use those phrases. Just, you know, I take things literally. I <laughs> take things literally. So. Well, I would agree with you. Um, it looks okay, to me good. like the bark is worse than the bite. It's that kind of thing. That's okay. how I feel. You know, okay. that's how, and, and this person tends to do that regularly. So you kind of don't want to be in, you know, in cahoots with that anyway. You know what I mean? Okay. Yeah. So the, in my intuition, because talking about that's funny, the subject, but my intuition was to not, like, the person kept calling me back, and my intuition was to just not take the abuse. But for some reason, I kept talking um, to the person. <laughs> and I actually, they said they were having back pain. I actually said, you know, because I have a lot of healing, I actually said Aww. I was healing energy. <laughs> oh, that's so nice of you. <laughs> so nice but of you. Is it, like, better, do you think, to just not to communicate with that person. Yeah, I think that was absolutely right. Your intuitive hit was right on. And that's the beautiful part about learning to understand and trust one's intuition. You get experiences, you recognize your intuition. Many, many times, all of us will choose the opposite of our intuition, but then that's a lesson. Oh, and then in the future, I'm going to trust my intuition. Right? Yeah, so good job. Okay. <laughs> Thanks. So you, you see this as a, as a um, positive. Oh yeah, totally. An absolute positive. Yeah, and and I think your next venture is going to be a lot more aligned with the type of person that you are. Okay. Thanks yeah. for that. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Good job. <laughs> okay. Well, you have a fabulous day. I appreciate it. Oh, you're welcome. Thank you. Uh-huh. Thanks. Bye bye. So we're going to take a break here on the Marie Manu Cherry Show, and we will be right back where energy and medicine meet. excited to announce the release of her brand new CD, A Healthy Immune System. A healthy immune system is the key to good health and vitality. On this CD, Marie explains what the immune system is and how the different components of the immune system function within the human body. You'll also gain a better understanding of energy medicine as it relates to the immune system. Marie shares exercises and meditations throughout this CD so you can create a healthy immune system and vital state of well-being. Also included with this CD is a diagram of the immune system and a brief glossary of terms for easy reference. To order your copy of Marie's new CD now, please visit her website at energyintuitive.com. Alternative Talk 1150. It's the home of mastery and mystery. War, unemployment, scandal. There's so much bad news out there, sometimes you just gotta laugh. This Sunday, Vanda Mikulowski shows us the lighter side of life and spirit. And at 8 o'clock, John Welshin's author of One Soul, One Love, One Heart brings us enlightenment from the East. He'll be on the phone from New Jersey. Metaphysics with Attitude. The Gary Mann Show, Sunday at 7 on Alternative Talk 1150. Become a Reiki Master the weekend of November 6th, 7th, and 8th at the Redmond Marriott Hotel. This two-and-a-half-day workshop is open to all levels of experience and will certify you in Reiki 1, 2, and 3. Here's what one of Marie's newly certified Reiki Masters has to say about her workshop experience. Marie's Reiki Master Workshop was a life-transforming weekend for me. What I love most about working with Marie is her incredibly positive energy and the influence it has on me as an individual. Marie's encouragement to explore yourself and to trust what you see made an amazing journey that I feel blessed to have shared with a fascinating group of people. Reiki is still Marie's favorite modality. This is truly a powerful weekend with healing and guided meditation. Enrollment is limited. Please call 425-825-8800. 
5671 for more information or check out Marie's website at energyintuitive.com. Following the herd is fine until they lead you off a cliff. Think for yourself. Alternative Talk, 1150 AM. And welcome back to the Marie Manu Cherry Show. I'm Marie. We're live here in Seattle. And we just want to say hi to everyone else who's listening throughout the country and internationally, as we have many international listeners. Thank you so much for listening to the show. It's one of my favorite things to do every week. And I also wanted to um, give a new announcement that I'll be teaching a healing series. It's called Healing from Within with Dr. Sheila Dunn Merritt, who's a naturopath. I've had her on the show twice now. She'll be somewhat of a regular coming on the show. She'll be on the show in October and November before the end of the year. And our very first workshop will be four hours. It's between... 10 and 2 p.m. at the Bellevue Residence in Marriott on December 5th. It's a Saturday between um, 10 a.m. and 2 p.m. And the first class that we'll be teaching is we'll be focusing on releasing toxins from the body, weight loss, food allergies, food sensitivities, healthy metabolism, and absorption of nutrients. Dr. Sheila and I will share tools and techniques to empower you in the healing process. And of course, we'll do readings, open up the workshop. It's an interactive workshop. Open it up to people's questions and do lots of teachings from that. Very, very excited about it. So um, this will be available on my website very soon, but you can also call the office at 425-825-5671 and register for the class. Or you can call Dr. Sheila's office at 425-452-9366. So we're very excited. We'll do three more next year. Um, And then also, of course, I'll be at the... East West Bookshop next Friday in Bothell um, to teach a class you can have it all about manifesting. So I'm looking forward to that. And you want to call the East West Bookshop and go ahead and register with them. I'll look for the phone number as soon as I have a moment on that, the Bothell phone number. You can go to my website. It's on my calendar at www.energyintuitive.com. And I'll also be teaching the paranormal on Wednesday night, the 21st of of October. Have I been saying August? No. Well, well, you just did, but okay. October. I think October. People know. October, everybody. October, yeah. yeah, October. Um, the paranormal at the Marriott um, Courtyard at the Redmond Town Center between 7 and 9 p.m. It's a very fun class, kind of fun about Halloween, talking a little yeah. bit about. I was going to say, it sounds like uh, good timing, you know, yes. with Halloween coming up. The scary energies, which, you know, I always drum those down, but it's always fun to talk about them and very right. interesting stories that people have. So that'll be a lot of fun. Great. Mm-hmm. So why don't we go ahead, Eric, and go back to the phone lines. Sounds good. Let's talk to Patty in Renton. Hi, Patty. How are you? Oh, pretty good. Uh, thank you for taking my call. Of course. Um, you were talking about intuition, and I wanted to know how you differentiate between my intuition, my spirit guide talking to me, and my late husband talking to me. Ah, I think it's all the same thing. So many people will say, what's the difference between a psychic and an intuitive? That's also the same thing. What you're doing is reading energy, whether you're listening to your guides or talking to your husband or listening to that your own wonderful intuitive rhythm inside your body. It's all the same thing. It's just reading energy. That's it. That's it. That's it. Yeah. Very easy. Yeah, everything's made out of energy. So your husband has his own energy system that shows up that you recognize. So you're already able to read energy. It's a language that we're not taught, you know, conventionally in schools. It's something that we're learning on our own here on planet Earth, (laughs) right? (laughs) And so somehow you've deciphered what your husband's energy system feels like, what it means to you. So you're able to pick up on it. That's how you know when he's near or you know how to connect with him. He also knows the feeling that's in your body when you need him. And that's why he'll come at appropriate 
times in your life or when you least expect it and be there for you. So, and, and then you also know how, which is lovely, the guides have a completely different energy system. It's kind of like people. Like when I come to the studio, Eric has a different energy system than Benny, who's on the show before Eric um, on Dr. Pat's show. My children, each of them have their own unique energy system as well. And so it's about identifying and reading and feeling the energy that's all around us. Okay. That was a Is great question. Well, it's, a guy thought, oh, that was pretty good. Does it explain? I've Since he's passed, I've had tremendous ringing in my ears. Yes. And it's like, you know, I, I know that they operate on different frequencies, but it's like, okay... I can't understand them. It's starting to get irritating. <laughs> <laughs> Which is so adorable. That's what happens. It does get irritating. Almost everything in our life, humans, we tend to be somewhat stubborn. So the universe makes things pretty irritating to us before we finally surrender and let go and allow whatever's meant to happen in our lives happen. The ringing is the other side, which could be your husband, guides, angels, um, mm-hmm. wa- wanting to talk to you, right? And so why don't you do that mirror technique, Um where you look in the mirror, make loving eye contact with you and say, I am such a great audio communicator. I'm a great clairaudient. That's the actual term for it, clairaudience. Clairaudience, yes. yes. I heard you say that earlier on one of the other calls. And it was like, ooh, I could do that. Yes, you obviously can. So go ahead and start saying that to yourself believing it, use words that you can believe in so that you can allow that energy to move straight through your body because your body will get calibrated to the ability to decipher the the words or the feelings that are coming across. Okay, good. Very exciting. Good for you. Oh, well, thank you very much. And you have a good day. Thank you. You too. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. All right. Now we're going to move on to Nicole, also in Renton. Hi, Nicole. How are you? I'm good, Marie. Thank you for taking my call. Of course. What can I do for you today? Well, I, I got a couple things for you just really quickly. I've actually been going through some healing um, through um, Ayurveda, mm. and I've been loving it and just recently went through some Karma treatment, and I'm on my second phase um, journaling and, you know, learning meditation and that kind of thing. And um, it was a really profound experience for me, removing the toxins from my body mm-hmm. and, um being in touch with my spirit guides and my guardian angels, it really felt like they were there. I could feel them. Wonderful. And I was just wondering if you could kind of look and see if, you know, how things are moving healing-wise for me. Thyroid, um, adrenals, lymphatic system, I was kind of working on all of those, or I am. Yeah. I think it's moving very, very well. And have you thought about having a profession in the healing arts? Um, I have. Yes. I actually have. I keep toying with it because I just really why, why so are you toying with it, it? <laughs> okay so passion is a sign a good sign it means that that's where you need to be passion okay. is a great sign so you want to fall your passionate feelings discovering one's destiny partner purpose in life is not a common sense it's not it's not done through common sense or linear thinking it's done through feelings and following the things that feel good and i think you would be a natural you care about people you have beautiful pure loving energy you're working on yourself which is really important for people who work in the healing industry it's important for everyone of course but right and it is kind of an old pattern of where many healers are people who work in the health industry who don't take good care of themselves which is not a good idea right and as you care for yourself and and work on your inner issues, you become better at your ability to help other people to heal. So yes, absolutely. I think you should definitely consider moving into the healing arts. So you've already had that feeling, right? You already had a feeling that you needed to do that. That was intuition. 
So when you when you had this intuitive feeling, which you've had several times, and you I keep have. blocking it and pushing it off to the side, right? Right. Right. Why do you block it? I mean, what is your reason for pushing it off to the side? I don't know. I think it's I think it's probably more financial. I feel like I have to go back to school and, you know, I'm working on paying off some other debt and through the medical bills that I'm acquiring right now through my healing, I just think, well, <laughs> This right. will come in time. But. Right. So, so in other words, you're trying to figure it out. You're looking for the yeah. how, what, where, when, or why. Right. right. So mm-hmm. if you had the resources available and the time and you had a desire to go back to school, because that's an important component, too. Just right. because someone wants to change their profession doesn't mean that they have to go and be educated in it traditionally. There are all kinds of ways that we can gain get information. Most of my teachers are in the non-physical world. So, you know, their classes are pretty, they're free, you know? Oh, yeah. <laughs> so, so in other words, you don't want to try to figure it out because that's the universe's job. Most of us could never figure out all the interesting ways that things could happen, the magical, mysterious ways that things unfold for us. So you don't want to get in the way of the universe unfolding the magic of okay. you following your passion. Okay. okay. Which makes sense. Yeah, that right. makes complete sense. Right. Are my are my guy I talk to my spirit guides and my guardian angels daily. I know, all the time. That's what they say. They love the interaction <laughs> that you have. <laughs> I tell them I give them my mantras every day, tell them how much I love them. Oh, I am for them Aww. and my family and I'm really trying to be in the attitude of gratitude and great and really getting great. through that healing, um, physical part, which I think is just was just symptoms of emotional things. I do do too. I think it was to help you get into the healing world, number one, (laughs) so that you could learn about it and fall in love with it and and make it your profession. And what your guides would love you to do, they love all the love that you give them and the gratitude. They would love for you to do that for yourself as well. Just as often as you do it for them, could you please begin doing that for yourself? Okay. I can't. Yes. You'll heal much faster. Oh, good. Okay. Okay. And I have one thing in my in my arm that's been bothering me, my right shoulder. Mm. My, do you see anything in there? That's- yeah, actually. Um, so shoulders are about burdens. Okay. And so if you could look at whatever in your life right now could be a burden. And then, of course, um, talk to that person. I think it's a person, actually, a male. So there's a male situation with a person that's a burden for you. And it's something that I think you need to address and have a conversation with. Okay. Okay. Perfect. All right. All right. Thank you. Thank you so much. Have a great day. Thank you, too. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. All right. Let's move to Kirkland now and talk to Mar- uh It's Marta. Hi, Marta. Maria. Hi. Yes, it's Marta. Marta. Hi, Marta. Hi. How are you? I'm pretty good. I'd just like to talk to you about my what you, what you will see for um, with my health issues. I do have... Um, Neck, shoulder. I just heard about shoulder, but neck issues and low back, too. And I was wondering if there's anything like past life uh, situation in, 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 in this case. Mm-hmm. Well, in every situation of our life that we consider an issue or a problem, it is a past life connection always. Because we're always, whatever we're working on in this lifetime is connected to things that we're working on in previous lifetimes. So the answer to your question would be yes. But I also, I'm, I got a bunch of information as soon as I heard your voice over the air. And one of the things is that you have had a history, and you get to disagree with anything I say, by the way, mm-hmm. um, a history of either connecting with people in conversation or even in your own independent conversation of speaking about more negative things. And it's now time for your energy to shift to more positive things. So there may be people in your life who... Um, 
maybe talk more about the news or read the newspaper and talk about politics or the negative aspects of politics or governments or things of that nature. And it's going to be really important not to have as many of those conversations so you can shift the vibration of your body and decrease the pain that's in your body. All right. So is that true? Is, are these type of conversations going on? Uh, it does, mm-hmm. yeah. It, it actually, it happens, yes. Mm-hmm. And I, well, yeah, to handle, not always, yeah, I know, it, it, if it's negative, it's affecting me. Yes. Right. I don't know how to, how to... I know it's help. going to be hard because I see you very close to the people that I'm seeing. You know, they're family mm-hmm. members and friends. You love them. You spend a lot of time mm-hmm. with them. So either you can have a chat with them like, guys, can't we talk about good news today? Well, you know? That's, that's good, yeah. yeah. And yes, and, and even, you know, to being in a kind of... Um, Disagreement with on the spiritual life how yes. true. So those those are two issues. Yes. Yes. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So the pain I'm seeing in your body has fluctuated. You've had pain in other parts of your body as well, and yes. I think it's re- related to the conversations. They are kind of painful conversations, and. And unfortunately, they can't be changed at this moment. You know, we kind of move slow in our political arena. I mean, we're finally getting healthcare, finally going to change here in the United mm-hmm. States. So we're slow. It takes time. And so if we can find other things to focus on, that really it will help your body enormously. And you're ready for it. You're so ready. I know. I feel. I, I can feel it. <laughs> yes. Congratulations. Thank you. Hey, one more thing about um, last week. Uh, when we had to put our dog to sleep, oh, and the I'm next sorry. day, thank you. And the next day, I did get that severe skin reaction, mm. um, allergy reaction, actually. And I'm not sure how much is that connected to whatever it was happening. I, I think it, it is. You've had a lot of grief in your lifetime, in my opinion, um, whether it's friends or or family members or you know just changing locations you've had a lot of grief in your life and so mm-hmm. when some other form of grief comes by it did trigger the history of grief that you've had and and I would just give yourself permission you know at least once a month where you just let yourself cry about whatever grief you have had it doesn't matter how old it is you just mm-hmm. want to let it out I see yeah. right. so I think okay. it was related and I'm sorry about mm-hmm. your dog but I know your dog's happy on the other side now oh that's what I believe so too yeah. Yes, you're right. <laughs> okay, now uh, with the situation was very hard for my son too, and we are going through very difficult times. Difficult times, times with my son Jacob, and I was wonder if there is anything I should do to help him. Well, thinking and speaking more positively is definitely going to make a shift for everyone in the family, yourself and everyone else. He's, you know, it's almost I don't know his actual age, but I just feel like it's um. Uh, it's it's a temporary situation. Like he's yeah. going to outgrow this. He's going to move beyond it. And so keeping the spirits up and not being too hard on him mm-hmm. will be helpful is, yeah. is what I'm getting. So yeah. I know it feels serious right now, but I think it's going to be temporary and your family is going to move through it. So the lighter you can make it and still let him know what his responsibilities are without being too hard on him, too blaming on mm-hmm. him, I think will uh, move. the. Th- it's a natural progression is what he's going through. It's like a rite of passage is how I feel. Yeah, well, he's 15. So there yeah, you go. <laughs> yeah. So, so yeah. everything's moving accordingly. Try to reduce the guilt on him while also maintaining what he is responsible for and keep the family energy lighter and happier. All right. Okay. okay. Thank, thank you. So you. Have a wonderful day. Oh, thank you. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. All right. Now let's talk to Pam in Issaquah. Hi, Pam. How are you? Hi. Um, I'm good. I'm a little confused. I have 
first of all, I wanted you to have a look at my chakras, but I also, a similar question to the earlier lady, was how do you tell with what you're hearing is coming from you or coming from somewhere else? And also, how do you know if you are manipulating it? I mean, I right. my thoughts head the way I want them to go. <laughs> I know, because um, I do a lot of what it's called automatic writing um, on my own personal life. In fact, I do automatic writing every single day, sometimes mm-hmm. twice a day. And after you do it for a while, you can tell when you're in sync with the flow or when you're manipulating or pushing the energy to agree with you. It truly doesn't matter to answer your first question, whether it's your guide or your inner tuition. It doesn't matter. The universe is one and we all work together. It is nice to have that, that to know the difference so that you know when you're communicating with guides or you're getting your own personal insights, if you will. But again, everybody is part of the whole, right? So creation is finding any way possible it can get information into human beings because we tend to block a lot of information. Intuition is neutral. It's not fearful. It's not, oh, be careful. Don't drive your car tomorrow because it's not going to be a good idea. That's generally not an intuitive hit. Although occasionally intuition can come across that way because we're not paying attention to the intuition of, wow, I need to take my car in. It kind of feels like this is a good time to get an oil change kind of a thing. But most intuition is neutral, not fearful. So that's one way to look at it. And that's why I think a lot of people are afraid of intuition because they think intuition or psychic ability only comes through in the nick of time when something bad's going to happen to you. But intuition is meant to happen every moment of the day when you're, you know, what's the right bread you're going to put in the toaster? Is this a good day to have coffee? Should you go take some vitamin C today? Um, Is it better that you take the long way around the lake to get to your destination or is it better to take the 520 bridge? Intuition is about being in the flow and it's a very neutral, loving compassionate energy. It's not fearful, anxious, or difficult. It's easy. Okay. Okay. And so how do you see my chakras? Okay. Well, actually, our conversation made your chakras a little bit nervous. I'm not sure why. Yes, it does. It did. Yeah. Because I scanned you before, you know, when you first came on the air with me, and then I scanned you when you said, okay, so how are my chakras? And I'm like, wow, that's a big difference. So that lets me know that you're afraid of your intuition. You're scared of it. Uh, you know, that's true. I mean, I feel like I should be having a lot more in terms of visions and, and in my hands or something, and there's something blocking it or not letting me have it, or uh, I'm not sure. Yeah, you're scared. So that's why I had to tell you more than once that intuition is generally not a fearful expression. It's not expressed through fear. So that, that will be important for you, and it makes life easier. I think that you're a little bit afraid of having an easy life, even though I know in your brain you want it. There's something within your cells on a cellular level that feels more comfortable being in a little bit of disruption. Because when I look at your life overall, I'm not in major chaos at all. But I think you like a little bit of disruption or a little bit of angst. <laughs> it makes you it's feel... that you say that. It's, I, I do have a, a really very wonderful life. and I feel... You do. <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, I wouldn't have used the words very wonderful, but I'm glad you did. I want you to have a very wonderful life. But there's this little, you know, kind of pleasure in the angst. So e- even when, even though you already know that you have intuition and you've accessed it, you're creating angst because you're not valuing or appreciating it. You, you're saying, oh, I should have more by now. This isn't good enough. And when any, anytime we want something to really be fulfilled in our life, it's so important to value it the way it is currently so it can grow, so it can mm-hmm. maturate and become more solid and more confident in our life experience. 
Okay. So that would be what I would recommend. Um, what I'd like you to do right now, and you can do it anytime you want to, is to use your dominant hand, couple fingers, and just tap lightly mid-sternum. This is going to calm down your body um, and the anxiety that I'm feeling in, uh, in your body. So what I'm also sensing is that you're probably quite intuitive, and this is why I'm sensing the anxiety, because you're afraid to let that door really swing open. That's very true, and I don't know why I'm afraid or, or how to get past it, so, and I would like to. Perfect. So the tapping will help calm down your body, maybe looking in the mirror and saying something to the effect, it's safe to be intuitive, because this could be past life experience where intuition wasn't, you know, the best thing to be during the witch hunts. <laughs> uh, right. Even though a lot of people who weren't even practicing healthy witch pra- practices were uh, eliminated, if you will, right? So that could freak out a body when you hear the word intuitive or psychic or medium or anything of that nature that's not even related to the 22nd century, which we're about to jump into. Mm. <laughs> so, so that's what I would look in the mirror and talk about safety and intuition and tap your heart chakra regularly because your body tends to move into anxiety, not just about intuition, but other things as well, even though your life is so wonderful, as, <laughs> as I'm so glad that you feel it is. <laughs> so that's what I would recommend. Okay, great. Okay? Thank you. Thank you. Have a fantastic day. You too. Alrighty. All right. Now let's talk to Caden or... Uh, yeah, I'm going to let her say her name because <laughs> I, I, I think I'm getting this wrong. But I think it's Kaden, uh, calling from New Jersey. Hi, Kaden. How are you? Kaden again. Kaden. <laughs> Hi, Marie. Hi. Uh, what, what can I do for you today? Um, I wanted to find out, um, in communicating with the other side, seeing them and hearing them, why am I so scared and how do I get over it? Yeah, the fear. And, it, and we were talking about that just recently, right, with the last ca- caller about the fear about it. Um, unfortunately, a lot of even our religious teachings have made intuition a fearful thing, you know, that even spontaneous healing has to be, you know, uh, examined for years and years through the Vatican before we'll admit that people can have spontaneous healings. So we're really afraid of the paranormal. We're afraid of the things that we can't seem to prove yet in our physical reality. This is normal. So first of all, I would just love for you to um, imagine that it's normal. And as I'm reading your energy, I'm feeling that you're fearful about a lot of things, not just about mediumship. Is that true? Yeah. Yeah, so this is a very old, it's karmically old, in fact, as we're talking, and, and I don't believe we've talked, have we talked before? Once before, about ah. two weeks ago, but I told about weight loss. Oh, okay, great. So two weeks ago, we talked. Um, I didn't believe that we had talked before, but of course we have. And what's happening, and the reason why I was bringing that up, I don't believe we talked before, because I'm so surprised your body's responding to my voice, so... I would imagine that if we've had a conversation before, if I've worked on you, and lo and behold, we have had a conversation before. So I'm having this conversation with you and mental telepathically with your body at the same time. And you're releasing, you're releasing tons of um, stagnant energy right now. It's all fear related. It started in the lower pelvis and near the root chakra, but it's happening throughout your entire aura. So what I would do is do that mirror work, which I've talked about several times today on the air, and literally say in the mirror, I am now easily releasing any fear I have about anything that may be holding me back in my life. Okay. Okay. How does that sound? Okay, so I just have to do that. Yeah, I would recommend doing, if you come up with other tools, that'd be great. But this fear is very old. It's incredibly karmic. You're already letting it go over the air. Maybe because, you know, we have talked before, so you felt comfortable with me. You somehow trust me. And so you're releasing stagnant energy, which is fantastic. That's what I highly recommend that people do, is release stagnant energy. Okay. 
Okay? All right, I'll do that. Wonderful. Have a fantastic day in New Jersey. Thank you. All righty. Bye-bye. So today we've been talking about intuition. So to be a psychic and the word intuition are the very same thing. I use the word intuition just because it seems to be more readily acceptable to people. Some people get freaked out about the word psychic. I actually like that word too, but I use the word intuitive because it comes across in a, a, a more calm way for the majority of the population. A medium is someone who can read energy of a person who's passed over. And everything is energy, like the woman who called earlier who talked about feeling the energy around trees and seeing it around garbage cans. Well, people who have passed over are actually in a higher vibrational state than we are on the earth plane. And so their energy is really high in frequency. And for mediums, just connecting to that subtle high energy is what they do to communicate, hear, see, and feel people who no longer live in a body. But visit our our family, our planet, and their family frequently. So that happens regularly. And the more intuitive you become, don't be surprised if you start to become a medium or begin to see past lives or have all kinds of unique intuitive experiences. This is very normal. I wasn't a medium initially. It was after two years of doing energy work that I began to actually see people who live on the other side. I was just very fortunate that while I was a nurse in the hospital and I would see these people walking around me, I could talk to their family members that they were standing next to, and it was validated to me that I was seeing their loved ones. So that's how I knew I was actually being a medium. I also wanted to bring up that I'm teaching a Reiki workshop in November. It will be the last one of this year. I will teach more, of course, in 2010. It's on November 6th, 7th, and 8th. I know we have a little commercial about it. It's one of my favorite things to do. In the Reiki workshop, there's intense meditation, connection to spirit guides. So I do meditation where you meet your spirit guides all three days, and um, all guided meditation. And then there are attunements all all the way to the master level. So you'll have your master Reiki attunement after you finish the course for two and a half days. I want to thank everyone again for calling into the show. As always, it's a pleasure to listen to you, to touch your energy, to send you love and light. Thank you so much for being a part of the Marie Manu Cherry Show. It's one of my favorite things to do. I wish you all a fantastic week, and I will speak to you next week. Joyful blessings. Bye-bye. Become a Reiki Master the weekend of November 6th, 7th, and 8th at the Redmond Marriott Hotel. This two-and-a-half-day workshop is open to all levels of experience and will certify you in Reiki 1, 2, and 3. Here's what one of Marie's newly certified Reiki Masters has to say about her workshop experience. Marie's Reiki Master Workshop was a life-transforming weekend for me. What I love most about working with Marie is her incredibly positive energy and the influence it has on me as an individual. Marie's encouragement to explore yourself and to trust what you see made an amazing journey that I feel blessed to have shared with a fascinating group of people. Reiki is still Marie's favorite modality. This is truly a powerful weekend with healing and guided meditation. Enrollment is limited. Please call 425-825-5671 for more information or check out Marie's website at energyintuitive.com. Views expressed on the preceding program are those